0: What's up, human? Welcome to the Revenue Real Hotline. I'm Amy Rehovchek. More importantly, I'm excited you decided to join us today. I know you've got a ton of options, and I appreciate you. This is a show about all the hard and uncomfortable conversations that arise while generating revenue, and how to think or rethink what you're doing, why you're doing it, and then, of course, how to execute differently. And like I said, I'm happy you decided to come along for the ride. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen so you can be notified each time a new episode drops. And do me a favor, friend. Don't tell anybody about the show. Let's keep it our little secret. I'm Amy Rehubchuk. This is the Revenue Real Hotline. Enjoy. I want to run through some different ways that that sellers can use physical, tangible, Stuff. I don't know what word to use. We're not, I know we're not using solutions. Branded (laughs) solutions. I would love to have you run through maybe three or four or five really creative campaigns from the IC perspective. Like, how can our listeners use branded solutions more strategically and more impactfully to give their prospects and their buyers and their clients a, a feeling of belonging?
1: So i I will ask salespeople out there first and foremost: Who is your best possible lead generator?
0: Who or oh, your who client is the based. best
1: possible lead generator out there? I would argue that it's your happy client.
0: Yeah, it's your existing clients, right? <laughs> but we don't we don't talk about the referrals enough either. But okay, like God, I like where this is going. Here Please continue. So,
1: okay. <laughs> One thing that is really really cool is if you spend a lot of time getting to know your client, you're going to figure out what their hobbies are. And I'll just give you an example of one and I'll give it as an example of a client that we worked with. We find out third generation business owner loves golf, just absolutely loves golf. We go up to their office and I see his golf bag and this is a CEO of a third generation business that loves golf Mm -hmm. and his golf bag is just kind of worn out and basic and so on. The clubs are nice, golf bag, not so good. And by the way, if you're the CEO of an organization, you are the ultimate brand champion for your organization. So anything and everything, every opportunity you can to promote your brand and create visibility and awareness, you should certainly do that. So we sourced this absolutely beautiful golf bag with their color. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I had beyond their logo was I had a signature on a document. Because he agreed to do work with us on a program basis. So what mm-hmm. we did was we took the signature and embroidered it onto the golf bag, right? So the golf bag had his company so logo good. on it, so his name in print, right? So the folks at the country club could see who they were playing against. But we also mm-hmm. took on the side of the bag, we embroidered his signature on the bag and then without him knowing, we shipped it to him with a card that all of our sales team signed, not just the folks that were on that project, but the whole team signed, thanking him for the opportunity and looking forward to doing business with him and just a nice note in general. And we put that in there and we shipped that to him. And the reaction from him was absolutely amazing. Off the charts. Off the charts. From that, the, the person in marketing then gave us five or six folks that they do business with that they thought we should interact oh, with you got
0: you got referrals
1: got referrals from it from the mm-hmm. thoughtfulness so that would oh be that would be one thing that is pretty cool another would be one of our not only clients but partners as well um mm-hmm. uh, they put together huge insurance projects and big 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 time decisions right so mm-hmm sending somebody like a thank you card and like a pen probably not going to hit home Mm. so what we were talking about is like how do you create a conversation piece in that executive's office because they're probably going to have other executives in their office by the way if you don't know this executives tend to hang out with executives right (laughs) so uh, what we essentially did was we put together uh, whiskey decanters that had the company logo engraved in there, but we also did a co-brand on it. So we did our client's logo and the client's logo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So every time somebody sat in there and saw that whiskey decanter and the glasses that went with it, that were custom and logoed.
0: Who do, who do I have to be friends with to get one Correct. of these? Yeah. And
1: by the way, it was promoting their brand and the partnership, right? So that occupies desk time. And it it becomes a conversation piece.
0: I'm so so. There's two things I do want to share the a uh, quick story about Court Express that that speaks to like um timing and triggers as mm-hmm. well. But I'm also laughing at how I wanted. I think they're called Bucky balls. Those metallic balls that they actually took off the market because the kids they like were the e- stress eating ones
1: that you like. Roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're yeah, yeah.
0: really metallic. and when you digest them, apparently. They'll find each other and cut through your intestines. And so they were pulled off the market. This poor uh, one of my friends on the marketing team, this is Thompson Biders. I was say, saying the same thing like, okay, we want space on the desk. We want yes. something that people want. And this was like, I had done a little bit of light research, but whatever. So I'm sad about that. And poor Kelly Chase had to chase around. And, and I found out years later that they pulled them from the market. So if anybody's looking for buckyballs, they're, they're, they're killing children. So like, we got to, we got to take those down. So now the other piece, though, that I want to toss out, so listeners, that, that I want you to think about, like if you caught that season two episode, I think it was 41, it was Jeff Swan. He talks about outbound and the difference between qualifications, triggers, and tie-ins. And so something that I want to plant a seed around is that how do you use triggers strategically? Right, and so this is the event that happens that should trigger like some kind of physical or tangible branding solution that is absolutely mm-hmm. oh, not a you. not a tchotchke. Okay, but anyway, I'm now I'm marrying this with another. I, if anybody's read Dan Pink's newest book, um, "Scientific Benefits of a oh, When," right, the scientific benefits of perfect timing. This is the same dude that wrote "To Sell as Human." Talks about the importance of how you start. And how you finish, right? So there's a. It's easier to give somebody a feel, right? If that's your goal at those high impact moments or critical to quality for my process improvement professionals. Okay. So anyway, it was the first time, John. I was working. So it was Court Express. It was my first foray into Thomson Reuters, and I was wrapping a service at this point. Still, it hadn't it gone to like deals yet, but it was document retrieval at courts. And so the nature of the client, though it. Like they had to, I don't know. They were doing research for a particular case, and the court documents that they needed weren't available online. And they would send runners to court. Anyway, I wanted to reward. Like looking at the the trend, like that first action of when somebody placed their first order with us,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? How can I welcome them? But now think about at scale. Like so, you've got your trade offs, right? I want to do a lot of these, so I got I need that price point to be where it was at. And then I looked at the, the, what's trending, right? What are the, what's at the front of the market? What are people, what do they want right now? And so at that moment, it was those, do you remember those like uh, cold brew cups, mm-hmm. right? the really good ones, the plastic ones Yeah. that everybody was carrying around?
1: Are you to looking for one? What around here. They're okay, always yeah, on yeah. my podcast. We have the green, we have green ones because our color is PMS 360 or PMS, uh, yeah, PMS 360 green. And they're like rewashable solo cups, if you will. But they look like you're right. They're thicker.
0: If it's not quality, like don't bother sending it. Like you're now, you're just wasting money and like harming the environment. So like you're hurting your brand too. And your brand, right? It's on top of it. So we're (laughs) gonna bring it to the moral high ground. Thanks for the deal. Uh, Here's some uh, something cheap. (laughs) 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 This is what we think. But anyway, now think about this logistically. There was no way to automate. Okay, when did somebody? When was it a first client? Then it was the shipping. Anyway, the campaign ended up being a massive success. It was one of the hardest things that I personally had to think through, but it was that branding solution and that first touch. And people were contacting me once they had gotten it because it was a complete surprise, right? You do your first order, like this could be a $200, like, you know, just grab one thing. Like maybe they're not hiring helicopters to move, you know, a box of paper from one building to the next, like some would do in Big Law, but no further comment about that. Um, but anyway, so it was a massive, massive thing. And so think about it from that perspective too, right? It's that you're you're looking to give out the feels. This is a phenomenal way to give out feels, but think about it also from the the triggers perspective. Like when are the events, when are the moments um that you can have that that most impact? And so that was a big one. And I I don't see a lot of people doing this these days. I mean, it's certainly enough. trending because of the I think COVID, G- but
1: gifting is huge. Uh, It is a huge, huge thing. And it's a great, again, we talk about branding as being a feeling, right? And when somebody's made a decision, they're going to spend money with you and partner with you, create that feeling, parlay that feeling into another feeling. Um, I think we manage over a hundred company stores right now, e-stores, right? And we curate them. So we build them out. Uh, We build them out so that they're fully branded, so that they look uh, aesthetically the way that that brand would want them to look. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we curate the product in there, whether it be branded apparel and logoed items. And uh, then because of the partnerships that we have, we don't do inventory programs, right? We think it's a horrible use of cash flow.
0: What, to have a shelf of like 20,000 exactly. cups that, then, that nobody's then ever gonna use?
1: <laughs> six months later, we have to have an awkward conversation with procurement and marketing at that organization, essentially yeah. say, hey, by the way, that inventory, nobody's taking it, but somebody's gotta pay for it, right? And that's horrible for partnerships. And it's just bad for cash flow for that organization. So being Mm -hmm. mindful of their cash flow while at the same time looking for efficiency, uh, we've partnered with companies where we can utilize technology to essentially speed up the process and make it much more feasible. So if I was a company out there that was looking for a fantastic solution for client gifting, all you would do is when you close the deal, you essentially would give them a code where they could go on your online store. The club covers would be happy to build for you and manage for you.
0: I love this, to choose your own adventure. They get to pick what they want.
1: They get to pick. And by the way, based on the code, you could scale it to the size of the deal, the level of the decision maker. If it's a high, high level client, high, high level CEO, maybe... You're giving the most premium or Your branding, you're getting
0: the I'm thinking about the the signature. You're pulling the signature from the contract and you're embroidering it. it onto a pretty golf <laughs> like bag. There's maybe, a lot of ways to do it. Maybe that's it, right? what you're doing, but who's counting?
1: Right. And, and the this. same thing goes for like a sales manager. Like, hey, you guys are going out on what's called a blitz, right? You're going out for a week and you're going to hit a whole bunch of companies in that particular area, several meetings. And this is the first time you're having a chance to have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. walk in with something to give them. And that likability box checked. Thank you. This is pretty cool. So your sales team could have a code where they could go in and get those things sent, have it embroidered. Now it's staying front of mind with that potential client. You may not get the deal then, but Hey, if they're, if they go to put that golf shirt on or they go to use that Tumblr, even though they said yes to so-and-so and then yes to so-and-so, Turned into so-and-so dropping the ball and not doing so well. And then they're at the travel baseball game and they're drinking wine out of there. We know what you're doing in the outfield. You're drinking wine out of the tumblers. We know what you're doing. Uh, And they're drinking wine. They see that logo. They go, you know, maybe I should call Amy. I should have gone with Amy the first time. Mm -hmm. And now you're in their, in their mind and you're staying front of mind. So there's so many different ways to do it that we think of. And by the way, we are not a promo company, right? We solve business problems. We just happen to use promotional products and branded items to solve the business problem. But we think deeper into it. What are you trying to do? You're trying to drive revenue, maximize productivity, create better retention, recruit more effectively, build your culture. You're trying ultimately to build the value of your organization. Guess what? Fantastic branding will play a part in that. It doesn't do it all, but it'll play a part in driving that home.
0: That wraps another installment of the Revenue Real Hotline. I'd like to thank my guests for being so damn real and for sharing their insights and for, of course, being so much fun. And I'd like to thank you too, listeners. It means the world and I appreciate you. If you have any thoughts or comments or experiences you feel inclined to share, head straight over to revenuereel.com. There's a new join the conversation feature on the right side of the page. I am all damn ears. Final thought, we are introducing a coaching aspect to the show. So anyone who's brave enough to dig into an account strategy or outbound strategy sesh, that's where we kick things off. Please do follow the show wherever you listen to your podcasts so you'll always have the latest episode downloaded. If you want to contact me, I'm at amy at revenuereal.com. If you want to follow me on social, Twitter is amy underscore Rovchick. And LinkedIn is linkedin.com backslash amyrehovchek. This episode was produced by the fabulous Nian Fiedler. You rock, man. And I appreciate you too, friend. And of course, whatever you do, don't tell anybody about the show. Let's keep it our little secret. Until next time, all, I'm Amy Rahubchuk. This is the Revenue Real Hotline. Happy selling.